I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Back to Carter Larry, episode number thirty-four. I'm here with my co-host Sam. Sam, uh, how you doing on this uh, great Tuesday? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Sam? I'm doing great. Um, you know, it's been a bit of quiet week in sports, uh, but a lot to come up next week, and uh, obviously in the coming months, uh, a little bit of extra stuff in college football uh, in this past week, and we got a lot to talk about this week. So let's get us started with the Atlanta Braves. We had a bit of a down week. Uh, they're now thirty and thirty-three. Uh, but they will look to bounce back in a series at home uh, against the Red Sox this week. And on the PGA Tour, the U.S. Open visits Torrey Pines for the first time since 2008. And Tiger wins a dramatic victory over Rocco Mediate, one of the greatest golf major championships ever. Uh, and there are plenty of big storylines uh, going into this week. But none of up to Phil Mickelson trying to complete the career grand slam in his hometown. Um, Sam, I just got to ask you, would Phil Mickelson being in, you know, close to the lead on Sunday, would that draw someone in like you, who's not obviously not a golf fan, to watch the U.S. Open? Um, I think that if I was having a, a slow week, then then I probably would tune in just because, you know, it's just it's just there, something to do. Well, uh, I would definitely be watching it, but I'm glad to hear that you will at least give it a chance. Um, definitely will be exciting. A, a very difficult course uh, this week, and uh, but a lot of guys can win it. Um, but the big news this week, Sam, i got a lot to talk about this week. We talked about this extensively at the end of last college football season, uh, but the college football playoff is looking to expand to a 12-team format um, with the highest six-ranked conference champions getting automatic bids in and then six at-large bids uh, rounding up the bracket. Sam, uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, new proposal? Um, I mean, it's good, but I think they should have just gone with eight because I think that having a bye gives the teams with a bye in a huge advantage, as we see in the NBA, or, uh, NFL playoffs. Um, I'm glad to see that they're talking about expanding it, but... I think that needs to go through a little bit more, you know, discussion before they finalize this format. So I got a question. Um, when you're looking at the at-large bids, should it be based solely on you know rankings, like put in the last six teams, you know, that are just in there, like the t- the remaining highest-ranked six teams, or do you think a committee should just select the six teams they feel best? Uh, deserve to be in the playoff um yeah I think it should be subjective because it makes it a lot more interesting throughout the season just to see who it looks like will make the playoffs um so I think they should definitely give the committee the uh the chance to choose which teams make it yeah I agree with you and I think this uh, really opens up the door um, I think that cultural boss had a big problem. You know, you lose two times, your season's over. Um, but I think now a team can have two losses, get into the playoff, and they got a tra- they got a chance. Um, and the system of cultural ball determining the champion has been messed up for many years. I'm glad it's starting to come into form here. But um, you know, still a long way to go, and still a lot of decisions to be made. 
Um, but our final story of this other sports segment uh, in Roland Garros, Novak Djokovic wins his 19th major title, uh, one behind uh, Roger Federer and uh, Rafael Nadal. So uh, that's interesting to look at um, in most major championships of all time. And then you got um, obviously the great match against Nadal in the semifinal. That you know the French fans decided that uh, you know you want they wanted to stay even though it was a curfew, so the match went on. Um, but a big story of this week, Sam, and what I want to talk to you about is Naomi Osaka. She did not want to have to deal. She had a little bit of depression. Did not want to do with the interviews, so she opted out of the French Open. Um, what are your thoughts on athletes, you know, sort of opting out of events uh, due to mental health? Um, I think that it's it's a great idea, even if it has nothing to do with mental health. But obviously, mental health is a viable, uh, not excuse, but reason. Um, I think that that you can't expect young players like her. She's probably not even 22 yet. Um to be subject to to questions that I guess induce uh, like depression like you said yeah I think that's totally viable but she's uh, heard a lot of backlash from it but I'm sure she'll be back at Wimbledon in a few weeks to try to defend her honor almost and get a little bit of revenge um, but uh, another big story is Djokovic's opponent in the final uh, Tispatas I think that's how you pronounce his name I'm sorry if I messed that up He's probably not listening to this, but um, he was told about his grandmother's death uh, just 10 minutes before um, his match in the final. Sam, I ask this of you. Why did they tell him before the match and not just let him play? I mean, um, what do you think about that decision? I think that whoever made that call, uh, I mean, I don't even... I, this is the first I've heard about this, and that's just ridiculous. I mean, unless you just didn't want him to play, um, I don't really have anything to say about that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think it's just a weird decision. Um, obviously, I remember, well, I don't remember. I've heard about, you know, Joe Dumars played in the finals game, but they told him that his dad died after he played a great game. So I think that you just got to wait in that situation. Um, but a lot of turmoil in the tennis world. And obviously we're looking forward to Wilmington to see if Novak Djokovic can tie uh, Nadal and Federer for that uh, most majors uh, by a singles player. Uh, but that is going to do it for our other sports segments. Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right. Uh, and coming up next, we'll continue our coverage of the NBA playoffs. Alright, welcome back to Corner and Lowry and our coverage of the NBA playoffs. And uh, now, you know, with these uh, four semifinal series, uh, we have one sweep and we have three series as uh, three of the series are tied at 2 2. And uh, the Suns completed the sweep of the Nuggets uh, on uh, Monday night. Uh, excuse me, Sunday night. Um, but looking at this first series, Sam, you got the Sixers and the Hawks. The series tied 2 to 2. Um, game four, the Hawks pull away with a uh, narrow victory. Uh, Joel Embiid, though, 0 for 12 from the field in the second half of game four. 
Um, obviously, he's dealing with that slightly torn meniscus. Um, should you be worried about his health? Or are you just saying, you know, he'll bounce back and recover a little bit up from the next game? Um, I think that they should definitely be worried, but I still think you have to have that confidence that Joel Embiid's just going to bounce back. Um, I disagree here. I think that the this um, is a lingering problem. I think he damaged it further in the, that game last night, and uh, I think that uh, he's going to have a tough time with the rest of the series. Obviously, the Sixers are much deeper than the Hawks. So they have the advantage there. Um, but Trey Young and uh, John Collins played so brilliantly uh, in Game 4, but uh, I'll love to see what happens in Game 5 of that series. That uh, game will be on Wednesday night. Uh, that should be the 7.30 game. And moving on to uh, the developing story. It is breaking as we are recording this. I will give you what I know now. Uh, in the nets Bucks series, obviously tied 2-2 uh, after the Bucks tied it up. Um, you know, just a great uh, you know performance with the Bucks defensively, but Kyrie Irving and James Harden did not play in the second half of that game. Kyrie Irving has just now been ruled out for the uh, entire series. Uh, James Harden is questionable for Game Five tonight. Um, so Sam, you know, with these injuries, obviously, you know, losing Kyrie Irving, he's kind of the facilitator on this team. Uh, did the Nets still have a chance in the series? Um. Yeah, they definitely still have a chance because Kevin Durant is as good as he is. Um, but I still think that they need James Harden to come back just to give that offense just a little extra boost. Yeah, I completely agree with you, but you can't walk into an Anthony Davis type situation like we saw in Game 6 where they cleared him to play. Um, but, you know, he obviously was not right, and he went down pretty early and uh you know, you don't want to push it here. Obviously, a lot of injuries with the packed-up season. Uh, so we'll see uh, how that shakes out. But definitely going to be a great game to watch. That game is on 730 tonight, TNT. Uh, so definitely want to catch that one. Uh, but out west, uh, the Jazz, the Clippers. Sam, we, we asked you to play coach uh, in our last uh, little NBA uh, you know recap. You said that Kawhi should be guarding Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Teron Lue made the switch, and uh, it worked out as the Clippers even the series over the weekend, uh, two to two. You know, Kawhi and Paul George both averaging twenty-seven and eight in this series, playing perfectly as it was intended when David Ballmer brought them both in. And so, do you think that the Clippers uh, have life in the series, Sam, or the Jazz just have too much on the offensive end? Um, yeah, I think that the Clippers definitely have a shot, um, but they have to keep you know switching things up and confusing both the Jazz's offense and defense. All right. Uh, and moving on to the first series that was completed in the semifinal round, the Suns sweep the Nuggets 4-0. Uh, Chris Paul scores 37 uh, in Game 4, the most points he scored in over three years as the Suns. They sweep the Nuggets. Uh, but a bit of controversy in the third quarter, Nikola Jokic was upset about a foul call. So he swiped uh, at a uh, Cameron Payne's uh, facial area and was allegedly going for the ball. Um, if, Sam, if you didn't see the play, or if you're listening, you didn't see the play. I mean, it was kind of borderline, um, but I got a question for you, Sam. If you're an official in that situation, if it's borderline, do you just go ahead and say, we'll make it just a technical or a flagrant uh, just to keep him in the game because he is the MVP? Or are you saying, I don't care who you are or what the situation is, I'm going to call it the same throughout the season? Um, I think that that's kind of a soft call. Um, 
I think that even if it he wasn't the MVP, I would still make it just a flagrant or or something. Uh, I I don't see why you eject uh, a player for that. Obviously, I didn't see the play, but but based on your explanation, I think that it's a little excessive. Yeah, obviously this is a podcast, so I can't show you a video of it, but um, the reason he was ejected because he, he cocked back his hand in an attempt to allegedly swipe the ball, and his hand on the way down caught Cameron Payne in the face. Um, so it was kind of like just a just kind of like an open hand slap to the nose, which I get. Obviously he wasn't trying to do that. Hopefully he wasn't trying to do that, but, um, you know, it is what it is. The Suns, I mean... The Suns are moving on. The Nuggets, I mean, they were kind of shorthanded without Jamal Murray. Uh, Aaron Gordon did not play great in this series, but uh, a lot of questions to be answered there. Uh, but now, Sam, I ask you, are the Phoenix Suns uh, your favorite uh, to win the NBA Finals after uh, this demonstrative sweep of the Denver Nuggets? Um, well, I don't really have a favorite right now, but uh, the Suns are definitely uh, in the running. But, um, yeah, I could definitely see them winning it all all right well uh you know that's all we got uh for this coverage obviously a lot to look forward to in the coming days Uh, we will be back uh with our usual nba recap on saturday uh but sam any final thoughts before we close out the episode nope all right that is going to do it for episode number 34 of corner and larry and you'll hear us uh on saturday